Back to Talk is Baseball. My guest today is Richard Blyer. He's from uh, Florida Martins, and he's the highest draft pick in the history of Florida Gulf Coast University. Is that correct? No. Chris Sale. Oh, he, it, it changed, yeah. though. Yeah, Chris Sale got me. A couple of years oh. after I got drafted. Oh, damn. That's crazy because I was reading about it, and I, I, I didn't know Chris Sale was actually – yeah, he was a freshman when I was a junior. So we overlapped for one year. Uh, and then he was first round. I think he was like a mid-first mid, mid first round in 2010, and I was 08. Did you ever play with him? Yeah, we played for one year. He was a, When he was a freshman in college, I was a junior. Okay. And you got selected by the Rangers in the 20, 2008 draft, right? Right. Okay, so... So, uh, you mentioned that the draft by the Rangers. How was the transition from college to the minors? Um, it was. It's definitely different. Uh, you know, obviously there's no class involved in um, in minor league baseball, and you're you're definitely a lot more. Um, you have to be a lot more responsible and there's a, a lot more accountability So um, make sure you get your work in and, and you're doing the right things uh, where college, you know, there's, they run a tight ship usually. Uh, so transitioning kind of, I mean, it's kind of going out in the real world, you know, it's a job as opposed to you're still in school. Um, but it was, you know, I, I, I enjoyed college, but I also I really liked pro ball too. My first year was was a lot of fun and a really good experience. And after your short stints with the Rangers and the Blue Jays, how did it feel to finally win Pitcher of the Week in the Eastern League, becoming um, an All Star in the in the minors? That was 2015. By then, um, you know, I think I kind of struggled a little bit. Um, had good, good, you know, kind of parts of seasons, but never really put it together for a full season. And in 2015, that when I was in the Eastern League with the Nationals, uh, I kind of had a really good full season. Finally, made some adjustments and, uh, you know, really, really turned the corner. Which I think that that year got me to the big leagues. Uh, which I ended up getting to the big leagues the next year, but. Put myself in a good situation. And a lot of people don't know, but you pitched over 900 innings in the minors. Uh, how did it feel to finally get to the big stage, which you mentioned was the following year, 2016, with the Yankees? Right. Uh, rewarding, you know, at, at that point, kind of going into my ninth year in the minor leagues, there was um, kind of just wanted one day in the big leagues. Uh, you know, just wanted to make all the all the bus trips and all the 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 grinding in the minors worth it uh, by you know just saying I got to the big leagues and even if it were just for one day. Uh, so once I finally got there, uh, I kind of accomplished my goal, and then anything after that was just really an add-on, which I feel like helped me be successful in the big leagues um, right away because I I didn't really put pressure on myself to succeed. Uh, and and know I had to get it done or whatever. I just, you know, I already accomplished my goal of getting in the big leagues, and then I just kind of 
was able to relax and do and do what I'm capable of doing without the pressures of big leagues and all that. And when you made it with the Yankees, it seems like everything just changed for you. In 23 appearances with the Yankees, you had a 1.96 ERA, and left-handed batters were only hitting 150 against you. Uh, I I went from starting to relieving most. I, I mean, I was starting in AAA with the Yankees, and then when they called me up, I went to the bullpen. And yeah, I mean, I I I had a great year that year. Uh, it was surprising to me, <laughs> um, honestly. And and but I didn't really change much at all. I just continued to pitch the way I know how to pitch. And I think the shorter stints you know, not seeing guys multiple times in one day in the, you know, in the same game kind of really played into my favor, I think. And what do you think changed? Because again, you pitched over 900 innings in the minors. What do you think changed the minute that you stepped into the majors? And it's like, everything just changed for you. Like, um, well, yeah, clearly, um, Financially, everything changed for me. That's for sure. You know, I uh, you make a lot more money in the major leagues than you do in the minor leagues. Uh, but pitching, pitching has, has has been the same for a long time uh, for me, and I think pitching is the same. Uh, you know, you make quality pitches and you get outs. Um, you know, to a point, and uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, bus trips turn into plane trips, and. Uh, things got a little bit nicer, but baseball was still baseball, and um, you know, uh, I was just a little bit more motivated to to get it done. I think. And do you remember your first couple of years in the majors? Because I don't know if you know, but in your first 111 games, you only had a 1.97 ERA. Yeah, I I did have a lot of success. Um, early on there. Well, I mean, I've been very fortunate enough to have a lot of success throughout my career, really. But yeah, I, I, I think, I think I just came in and, uh, you know, stuck to my game plan and, and believed in the fact that it would work. And it's a unique game plan, in my opinion. And it's, there's, it's hard to find comps to the way I pitch, especially in today's game with guys throwing four seams and, really hard and really good sliders and that's not how I pitch at all. Uh, so, you know, but I, I trusted in my stuff and it, and it ended up working out pretty well for me there. And what advice would you give to pitchers who feel that they'll never make the majors? Um, yeah, I mean, for a long time, you know, when I got the pro ball, I got drafted. I was a six rounder. I, I, you know, it's not like I was like a walk on and then a non drafted, uh, undrafted free agent or whatever. So, you know, there was, there was, yeah, like I was good in college, but I definitely um, hit a wall there in, in pro ball for a while. And I kind of, you know, I knew that um, I knew I was good enough. Uh, and I just felt like I needed an opportunity and I needed to keep pitching to earn the opportunity. And I think, um, you know, you could say that about any level with any kid. Uh, if you think you're good enough to pitch at that level, whether it's high school, college, pro ball, whatever, um, you know, you just, you have to 
keep at it and 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 stick with it until you earn the opportunity and then take advantage of that opportunity that you get uh, knowing that you might only get one shot at it and especially with the big leagues you you really only get one chance at it and 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 it, you know hopefully you get you could take advantage of the, the opportunity you get and you play with a whole bunch of teams, but you also played for Team uh, Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic in 2013. Do you plan on playing for them again? Uh, if the World Baseball Classic comes back, it's next year. Um, you know, I haven't heard from the. I don't really know. I just saw that. You know, I think it's a very recent thing that they said it was ne- going to be next year. So I don't. I honestly don't know the details. I would definitely be open to doing it. Um, I don't really, I don't see why I wouldn't. I, but like I said, I think you, you gotta be invited. Uh, I assume they would, but, um, I haven't, I haven't heard anything that there's not like, yeah, they haven't confirmed anything, but yeah, I'm up for it. Why not? It was a fun, but then, and I'm sure it'll be a good time this time. And, uh, they had a great team last time and, and, uh, seemed like a good experience all around for everyone. Uh, do you remember any of the players you played with? Yeah, I actually played with Jock Peterson. Um, let me think about some of the guys that I don't think any guys from 13 that I can remember are really in, are still playing uh, in the big leagues. Um, but Brad Ausmus was a manager. Uh, Gabe Kapler was like a like a hitting coach, or I think he was like the hitting coach. I don't really remember what what his role with the team was, but he was definitely on the staff. Um, Sean Green was like a player coach. Uh, so there, no, there were some names there. It was it was it was definitely a unique. And now in 2013, I ha- I was hadn't got to the big leagues yet, so it was um, it was a fun experience to be around those guys and all the other guys. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And the reason I mentioned is the Israel is because when you were with the Orioles, you actually uh, turned them down because you were trying to uh, win a job in spring training for the bullpen. Right. Yeah. So I had just gotten traded over to Baltimore in '17, and '16 was my first year in the big leagues, and I was coming off a good year, and I really wanted to put myself in a good situation to try to make the team, which unfortunately I didn't make the team, but I just figured getting traded over to to a new team with all new pitching coaches and manager and all that, uh, it would be probably beneficial for my career to be, to be in front of them rather than pitching. And I don't know, I think they were in Japan, uh, but you know, I definitely watched the games and I was rooting for them and, uh, it was it was pretty cool to see because I know they did a lot they did really well, and you know I I, I think uh, this next one if if they're I don't I don't know when they assemble team but you know I look forward to contributing somehow. And since you've last had uh, lat muscle surgery, are you feeling much better now? Are there any issues with that? No, that was that was 2018. That's uh, that's been been done with that those those things uh a, a lot of other things will go wrong before that goes wrong again that's pretty pretty secure on there now 
Well, uh, one last question for you. Uh, what can fan expects, fans expect from you in the 2022 season? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, if I had the same year as I did last year, I'd be extremely happy. I, I was very proud of the year I had last year. I thought I did a lot of really good things. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a repeat of, of 21. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as the Marlins go, we we underperformed definitely. I think everyone would agree last year based on the players we have. Uh, and so, and then we went and got a few more players that who are really good. And so I think if we, if we play to our potential, I think we can, um, be extremely competitive in the, in the NL East and, uh, and throughout the postseason. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, and congratulations on your contract extension with the Marlins. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. I wish you the best in 2022, and hope uh, we could uh, do a catch-up episode in the future. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Take care.